Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Matt Holman shares a story about a beat of hesitation. This is a story about music. It starts uh, ninth grade, uh, my first day of percussion camp. I had played percussion through middle school and I was going into high school and it was time to decide did I want to be in marching band or not. First day of percussion camp, I'm sitting in my car, well I'm sitting in my mom's car, my mom's sitting next to me in the driver's seat and I am crying my eyes out. I'm sitting there and I'm like I don't want to do this mom, I don't want to go to percussion camp, don't make me go because I am so scared to meet new people and try something new. And she says, like, like she does a lot in my life, Matt, just try for one day, and if you don't like it, then you don't have to do it again. So I say, fine, I'll try it for one day. And after that day, I was hooked. Uh, that, my high school was band, and it was marching band. My whole high school career. I, that's what I did. That's what I identified as. You know, there's all the cliques in high school. There's, there's jocks, and there's, you know goths and all that other stuff but I was a band geek uh, full 100% through and through I did marching band in the fall and then after I did marching band in the fall I would roll that straight into concert band in the winter and then more concert band in the spring and then we'd start preparing for marching band again uh, because music has always really meant a lot to me even even when I was a lot younger and with a lot worse music tastes uh, I, I don't mean to brag, but I did listen to Hinder for a bit. If you guys know what Hinder is, yeah, yeah. It's really removing all of the credibility I've built up to this point with how good my music taste is. But music has always been, always been a really big part of my life, and it's something that has always grounded me, even, even in moments where I feel disconnected. It's something that always, you know, I hear, I hear a song, and it puts me in a frame of mind, and it puts me in a place that, I'm, that I may not be at the time, whether that place is an emotion or whether sometimes it's a literal place or a person or a time in my life. And it's always meant a lot to me, and so that's why I decided to, you know, do the band stuff and everything all through high school. And I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I was, I was pretty good, too. So I, would, I was really, probably at that time, the, the most included and, and probably the most well grounded that I've ever been and I was I had friends in in the band and everything like that and we're just gonna fast forward a bit to my graduation party in 12th grade and I'm sitting there and I'm looking around at like the 20 people all of whom I invited all of whom showed up to my graduation party which was a foreign experience for me at the time most of the time when I invited people to parties no one really came and it was just a bit awkward and so I remember looking around and I looked at all these people and I thought, wow, this is something that I will like, never experience again, feeling this included in this welcome, in this group. So I graduate from high school and up through middle school and high school and reinforced this, I wanted to be a band director because I loved this so much and I wanted to share it with everyone that I possibly could. I wanted to teach kids that this thing that had changed my life uh, what, what really it could do. And so 
I decide I want to be a band director. Uh, so I go to college, uh, good, old, good old ODU, right up the street from here, and I, I enter the music education program. I audition. Uh, it's the hardest I've worked for any audition in my life, and I make it in. And I'm like, wow, so this is good because I'm going into college. I know what I want to be. Like, my life is planned out. Like, I can just sit back and relax. But what I come to realize is I walk into the first day of our percussion ensemble class, which was the ensemble class I was taking, and I look around, and I don't know these people. And just like I did in ninth grade, I kind of shut down. And so I look around, I realize I don't know these people, and I don't have this personal connection anymore. And so I decide, you know what? I'm just going to stop going to class. <laughs> so at the time, at the time, I was taking music theory, uh, music, uh, some other music class, but the two that really matter for this purpose are gonna be percussion ensemble and my actual percussion lessons. So I'm just so uncomfortable in percussion ensemble that I stopped going. So the guy that runs the percussion ensemble is also the teacher for the percussion lessons. So I can't go to that now either because it would be really weird to be like, hey, I'm here for my lesson. Why haven't you been in class for three months? So. I decide I'm not, I'm just gonna do that. Um, I'm still living at home at the time, and I've got a, probably a solid three hours of classes I'm not going to. So I still have to make it seem like my, to my parents like I'm going to class, right? So I start going to the Barnes and Noble, uh, picking up stacks of graphic novels, probably, probably about that big. They got really comfy chairs there. I put in some earbuds, and I just read graphic novels for about three hours. Yeah, so my comic book knowledge is definitely increasing at the time, but I am probably uh, one of the lowest points of my life where I'm lying to, to people I love and everything like that, and I'm realizing that this thing that I thought had been my, like what I was gonna do with my whole life for you know eight years, I'd played percussion for eight years, uh, it's not happening. <laughs> and so I go, uh, I wash out. My parents find out because they always find out eventually. And I decide to no longer be a music ed major. So I just focus on doing my gen ed classes and everything. Uh, you know, officially list my major as, well, I don't officially list my major as undecided. But I'm basically undecided. And I'm just kind of floating around trying to figure out what I want to do. And it's probably about a year later. So. Well, no, no, sorry, sorry, about a year and a half later. Uh, I, I don't remember what the inciting incident was, but one day I realized that if, if I don't go back and take these classes, I'll never be able to move on. I won't be able to find the thing that, that I'm going to do with my life if I don't at least admit to myself that I only failed because of me. Not because I couldn't cut it, but because I didn't want to try. And so I go and I talk to the percussion teacher, who's still the same percussion teacher, by the way. And he's, he was so nice and generous and welcoming. And I was like, hey, I want to retake these classes so I can get them expunged from my record and everything. And he was like, cool. So I go. 
and I retake these classes. So I, 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 one, it's been about a year since I've touched a, touched a drum or a vibraphone or all these other instruments that I played. So I take lessons with him, the percussion teacher, the whole summer, So because I have to re-audition for the music program. So I go, I re-audition, I make it in. <laughs> I go, I re-audition, I make it in, and I, I proceed to probably work the, one of the hardest times of my life, because I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually working to, to make up for something, which is not an experience I've had. I've worked to get something, I've worked to, you know to succeed at something, but this is like, there's so, there's so much riding on this. And so I go and I do the percussion lesson. I do the percussion ensemble. I get my, I get my uh, A, I think I got an A percussion ensemble with B. My grades are expunged. And it comes time for the final percussion ensemble concert. And, I, uh, you know, this, the experience I had my freshman year had just really just kind of ruined it for me. There was no other way to put it is because I, I was always going to carry that shame around with me. And I really still hadn't personally connected with any of the people in the class, so that wasn't there either. And I remember we, were, uh, we did this piece, which was an African tribal song that involved uh, actual singing in a percussion ensemble piece, which was, which was a little strange. Uh, do, you guys, do you guys mind if I just do like a second of it for you? Okay. So I said I was going to practice this before I told the story, but I didn't. So here, here's hoping the old muscle memory works. Aba Enija Panama. Aba Enija Panama. Aba Enija Panama. Yeah, world wa Yeah, So, the whole the whole piece was based around that. That oh, I feel like I'm putting this in a different place now. Uh, that whole piece was based. <laughs> was based around <laughs> the whole piece was based around that chant uh, and I we were harmonizing and everything and I had this realization then and if any any of you guys that actually know me when I tell you this it, it will make a little more give you a little insight into me which is not something I really like to give too much anyway uh, so I had this realization when I looked around. This whole time I had been obsessed with belonging and being included and feeling welcome in a group of people. But I realized that what I really wanted was, was art. What I really wanted was to create something. And I was creating something together with people that I didn't really know. But that didn't matter. Because that, that really kind of made me look at my life and say, well, what I want to do is something artistic. And it doesn't matter who I do it with. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just come out and see the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission information, contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. 
Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live. <laughs>